Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The new coronavirus variant, Omicron, has not yet been detected in San Diego, but researchers are looking for it. UC San Diego and Scripps Research are looking for signs of the variant locally, and they're working to find out how threatening it is. Gary Robbins covers science at the UT. So Gary, this new variant has been detected in Canada, not yet in the US, but what do we know about it so far? Well, we know that it's likely to be in the United States already, and UC San Diego told us that they would not be surprised to find it in some of their genetic sampling this week. Uh, as of noon today, they had not found it, but they emphasized that it, it simply wouldn't be a surprise because it spread so uh, widely. So your story was about the work they're doing to try to detect it. What more can you tell me? Well, the key questions here are how contagious is Omicron and um, how well will existing vaccines do against this mutated virus? Um, <clears throat> we don't have clear answers uh, yet. In fact, we have, I think, a bit more confusion. Earlier today, one of the executives of Moderna said that he thought there would be a big drop in the effectiveness of the vaccines against this uh, new variation of the coronavirus. Um, then BioNTech, which makes one of the other vaccines, said that it's unlikely that the um, virus will cause severe illness in people who are already vaccinated. And then yet later in the day, um, Anthony Fauci said, you know, we are just not clear at all. And it'll probably, probably be two to four weeks before we have a really good fix on this, which means that, that we may not have a real clear fix until almost just before Christmas, which is not an ideal time for anybody, I think. Um, it seems likely that it is more transmissible, more contagious than the Delta virus, uh, Delta variant, but it's just not clear yet. Um, scientists seem pretty uniform in their belief that the vaccines that we are taking will mount some level of defense, but it's not clear whether, say, in people who are vaccinated, whether that will only lead to mild uh, symptoms or illness, or whether it will lead to something uh, larger. The confusion here has to do with the number of mutations in Omicron. Um, it has about 50 mutations, which is a lot more than the Delta variant. Um, on the surface, that seems to su suggest that it has more ways of, of attacking and getting in, but not all these little mutations are the same. We don't know the roles that all of them play. Um, so it's going to take some time, some real serious genetic, genetic sequencing to find out how they all work. It is possible that this is far less ominous than it appears at this hour, but it is also possible that it is more ominous. I wish I had better information, but at this point we're limited. So researchers are looking to detect it here in San Diego. Are they going out and actively looking for this? Or is it, at this point, are we waiting for somebody to come into a hospital uh, with the case of this variant? It's not quite working that way. So UC San Diego um, does a lot of testing. And when they find um, uh, a positive sample, you know, say person X test positive, they take many of those positive samples and, and subject them to genetic analysis. So they can find out whether what they're looking, on, looking at is a Delta variant, an earlier variant, a newer variant. So that's how they keep track genetically of what is within our county. They're doing that right now. They're well set up to do that. Um, in the United States uh, last year, um, early on, there was only about 8,000 genetic tests a week going on. Right now, there are about 80,000. Uh, genetic uh, sampling tests going on uh, nationwide, so there's a lot. 
in UC San Diego in um, cooperation with uh, Scripps Research is doing a lot of it. A lot of the hospitals here are also playing significant roles. So they're looking for a sign of this uh, new variant in the samples of people who give samples to find out whether they're positive or negative. I know this isn't necessarily your beat, but I mean, how are government officials responding? Well, one way that we're all well aware of, I think over the past couple of days is what's been happening in San Diego, the city of San Diego. So the mayor is really pushing to require city employees to become vaccinated. Um, that's a, that's evolved into a battle. Uh, there's still some uh, public employees that um, are resisting this. Uh, that's happening all over the United States. It feels like what's going to happen is that if it is proven that this is a really serious threat to public health, I think you'll see a lot of governments push even harder to require all of their employees um, uh, to become vaccinated. Um, as you know, you know, you can seek a religious exemption um, and, you know, people are seeking it for other reasons. And there have been some lawsuits that have slowed down some of this at, say, corpor uh, at corporations, companies nationwide and in some governments. But a lot of companies are doing it. You know, the company that you and I work for are requiring us to do this. Um, and that actually is pretty common across the United States. My job here really is to, do, to report, but maybe I should interject a little bit about what I feel. Um, the only way out of this virus is for mass protection by vaccination and by having good therapeutic drugs. Um, as of last night, only about 59% of the American public have been fully vaccinated or vaccinated at all against the virus. So, you know, 40%. The problem is being caused by primarily by unvaccinated people. And it's led to this deeply polarizing political argument that largely stems on um, the question of freedom. There are a lot of people who are claiming that um, they that no one should tell them whether or not they should have to get this, that they should be required to get this. That it's a matter of personal freedom. I regard that as a straw dog argument because the reality is that any one of us who is not vaccinated could get the virus. It could kill or hurt us, but the, uh, the reality is it could kill or hurt someone else too. So it's not really a matter of my personal freedom that's limited just to me and what will happen to my body. It's a matter of um, what might happen to other people in society. There's still a great many people who are unvaccinated. Um, and that's the reason that we have not fully stepped out of this, um, of the pandemic. I think that one other thing we're gonna see, Christy, and I hate to say this, is we're going to see a lot of anger and depression because this is coming out. Um, you know, here we are about to enter December, which for many people is one of the happiest months of the year. Christmas holidays, shopping, uh, travel, seeing family. Um, this um, virus has the potential. We don't know yet, but it has the potential to change all of that. I don't think that it will lead to lockdowns. But it, you know, I can see where it would lead to travel restrictions, perhaps even in some parts of the United States. I just got back a couple of days ago from Ohio, um, where we, this is where we learned that this was going on. And I was in a family setting involving 13 family members in one house. Um, all of us who are adults were vaccinated and everybody was tested. So we you know, were that concerned about something before we even knew about what was going on. I think if the virus proves to be troublesome, 
uh, families everywhere are going to have to make those kind of decisions about whether they can safely get together, even if they're vaccinated people. You know, we can have so-called breakthrough infections, and there's a possibility that Omicron could make it easier to have breakthroughs into people that are vaccinated. Um, my wife and I are scheduled to go to do uh, to New York City and Philadelphia on December 11. That whole trip is kind of in limbo now because we were going to be going and seeing family. Um, that's an example also of uh, the potentially profound effects it has on the economy. Um, the one trip that my wife and I are planning to go on, hopefully to back east, we'll spend about $3,000. Multiply that by the thousands and thousands of people in America who are planning to travel who might not because of this virus. So you put all of these things together and you have a lot of anxiety about an unknown and it already is affecting how we behave, where we go and what we buy. Well, I know in response to Omicron, uh, the White House and others are urging people to get vaccinated if they're not fully vaccinated, but get their booster. You know, before it was uh, get it if you can or some people should get it. Now they're urging everybody to get it. But I mean, if it's not known, if if the if the vaccine protects against Omicron now, what is the reason to do it? Well, it's not a matter of whether it prote protects. It's a it's a question of how much protection do the vaccines provide. We haven't seen anything yet that says that Omicron would just break the defenses entirely of the vaccines we're using right now. No one is saying that scientifically. And scientists are telling me that, um, that it is likely that would, that would happen. What they're saying is that the virus may have a way to um, affect us more directly than, say, Delta. Delta is working very well against the virus. It's possible that Omicron may just be stronger and therefore the vaccines that we're taking now may not be quite as able to resist um, the, uh, the virus. So uh, we have every uh, reason in the world to continue taking the vaccines and to getting the boosters. My wife got the booster shot just a few hours ago at, a, um, at the Vaughn store in, um, in Carmel Valley where, there was, um, where you didn't have to make an appointment. If, you if you're vaccinated and haven't gotten the booster, really, do not wait. Go out there and do it now before we know about the presence of this, um, of this virus in our community. Um, because it helps put more antibodies into your body. Um, if you're not vaccinated on any level, I, with the greatest com compassion and respect, I would urge you to reconsider because this pandemic is not going to end until a larger percentage of the American population is vaccinated and vaccinated fully. Um, it is free. You don't need to pay for, for any of these vaccines. There's hope also to think about the FDA today gave tentative approval to a Merck pill that might help people who have contracted uh, the disease. As one scientist said, we had tools today that we did not have a year ago but we're in kind of this weird moment. And what we really need to do is redouble our efforts to socially distance, to wear masks. I, I've been wearing masks outside and into markets. And I, I think that's a good idea, even though I'm triple vaccinated, because we just don't know what this new um, mutation represents. It, it is not an inconvenience. I would urge people to do it so, so we can stay healthy. Uh, I know this is such a new and developing story, but what are you watching and what are some of the questions uh, you're hoping will be answered soon? 
Well, I'm trying to figure out um, what the genetic sequencing data is saying. Is it saying that um, that most of these 50 mutations that make up Omicron are fairly harmless, which means that they'll hold off most infections? Or is there something about one, two, or three of the mutations that make it unusually strong and therefore more likely to, to get through the lines of the defense? Um, my, my curiosity entirely goes to how contagious is it and how strong is, you know, is it? And it's just not clear yet. There's been conflicting stuff all day everywhere in the news about it. What we do know is that at least 20 countries have now reported uh, that the Omicron has appeared in, in, their, in their regions. Um, we know with certainty that it is going to appear in the United States. It is just a matter of when. It is very likely that it will happen this week where it's found somewhere. And we're a large county. We have three and a half million people um, and a lot of travel in and out of our county. So this is not meant to scare people, but just to be aware that this virus that we understand very little is likely present in our community right now. Okay, Gary Robbins, science reporter at the UT. Thank you.